Um, hello, my name is Hope B. I'm a compulsive overeater. Um, and what I first want to do is um, tell you how I got here. Let's talk about um, what got me into the program of OA. I grew up in, up in a dysfunctional family. There was um, about um, any all kinds of abuse there. How I decided to cope with the problem in childhood was that I would restrict. Um, all I wanted um, was um, to eat was penny candy most of the time um, around at the corner store. Um, people thought that possibly I was anorexic um, because of my small body size. With my religion, food was the only um, my drug of choice because alcohol and drugs were not permitted for me to stay in the religion. When I became an adult, I turned to overeating um, due to not wanting to my uh, my bo- wanting my body be, to be attracted by the opposite sex. You know, I it didn't work. Big or small, I I attracted a lot of um, attention. I was an intimidating bee. Um, people knew that if they messed with me or my family, I was a force to reckon with. That was what I was like. What happened was, um, what happened to me was for an assignment um, in my master's program, I was assigned to go to an anonymous program. Um, Most of the students decided to go to AA, but something I believe now was my higher power guided me to the OA meeting. I attended that meeting and I felt at home. Um, in a, um, in my write up of that program, I, um, told my professor that I would be back. I would return to the meeting again. The, um, program was just what I needed. I did return. I followed the program to the bet, um, to the T. I got a sponsor who helped me to see that I was a very angry young woman. I was at so um at um at, I was angry at the world. She helped me to work through my anger by taking um um by taking it out and looking at it. She helped me to see that I did not need to be that kind of a person anymore. One of the people I was, uh, I had a major issue with was my daughter. I remember when I was going to travel back to the Midwest on one occasion after I got into program, I would, I was concerned that I would, um, that, that intimidating bee would rear her ugly head. Um, I would, I would curse somebody out at the drop of a hat. It was, um, 
it was interesting because my higher power put in my way the passage of the big book on page 61 and 62, where it talks about the actor who wants to direct the whole show. My picture must have been on that page. I was that actor. I was controlling in everything and I controlled everything and everybody. My daughter had the same makeup means that apples don't fall from the uh, what apples don't fall from the same I mean apples don't fall too far from the same tree um I was able to make the trip without okay my sponsor she gave me a prayer to pray anytime I felt like I needed to curse my daughter out and um it really helped I um I was able to make that trip and not have any problems with my daughter that trip. Um, I became abstinent and worked the steps of the program. I was abstinent for, um, from sugar and just about, uh, for just about three years. I relapsed for about a year when COVID, um, hit. I had, um, I lost my sponsor at the same time. I did not leave the program. I just could not keep, um, could not eat the proper foods. I would, um, do, I would lie to my sponsor. And at the time, uh, I, about what I was eating at the time, the sugar addiction came back like a fury. Um, but I, I was also diabetic. During COVID, I became very familiar with the delivery drivers. Um, and at one point, I ended up in the hospital with a blood sugar of 470. I had, uh, I went home from the hospital with insulin four times a day and two diabetic medications. Um, my doctor, when I saw her, said that I had turned to the dark side. This was a, a this was a rude awakening for me. I vowed that I would not continue on insulin the rest of my life. I started to eat properly. I gave up the um, the fast foods and the desserts, and um, my blood sugar started to drop. Um, I weaned myself off of the insulin and off of one of the blood sugar medications. Um, my A1C is a little bit high now, but normally it, I'm, it's gotten back to a normal range. However, I hope to, in, I hope in the future that I'll be able to get off the last blood pressure, the blood sugar medication that I'm on. The program, um, has, saved my life during COVID. It's not, if not for my meetings and the fellowship and service, I would have died of loneliness. I miss face-to-face meetings when I, um, when it, I could get, what, where I could get my hugs. This is what it, this is what it's like today. I found a good fit with a sponsor. She spoke at a me- at this very meeting. I have been abstinent for over 
um, a year now. My abstinence is to be totally honest with myself and my sponsor. I have a, a problem with being um, being dishonest. Um, you know, when hope is lying, her lips are moving. Um, I tell my sponsor everything I unhealthy I eat that I put in my mouth. Um, she, uh, my calls are getting less and less frequent. So today, I work the program like my hair is on fire. I have been told to keep my program fresh. I do that by attending as many meetings as I can a week, by attending workshops and conventions as my pocketbook and my time can will afford. And I just, I, I, um, and that's how I keep my program fresh. I just went, um, I just came back from my first in-person retreat a few weeks ago. It was lovely to be able to see my fellow OAers and to be able to get hugs um, while I was there. I work the program and the tools on a daily basis. The tools I um, I use the most are service. I volunteer for OA the OA hotline in our city. Um, I host and co-host Zoom meetings. I am the leader as, as, at as many meetings as I can. The telephone used to be a thousand pound monster to me. Now it's my best friend. I make reach out calls on a daily basis. I am constantly um, reading OA approved the books and pamphlets. I I um, am being sponsored and I I have sponsees. Um, writing is a tool that I don't use so often because what happens with writing is I tend to become too honest with myself and it scares me. So I don't use it as often as I really would like to, but I do ask my sponsees to use it. So it's a tool that I need to start using a little bit more. Um, um, how, okay. Um, I like, um, the three, um, three-legged stool approach of the program. I have grown physically, mentally, and spiritually. I stay in steps 10, 11, and 12, and I have a daily meditation practice. When I miss it, I feel like something is off with my day. I do my best to practice the principles in all my affairs, and I am a new person these days. I am no longer an intimidating bee. OA um, and its principles have transformed me to a person that is not, people are not afraid to be around in the room. So with that, I'll, I'll, I'll pass and thank you for letting me serve.
hope you actually um, at this meeting speak until 930 and then we do a Q&A okay. um, for the rest. So I'm not sure if, if um, Bob let you know that. Yes. Um... <laughs> if you like, uh, hope maybe to talk about what it was like and how it is now. Okay, I thought I did, but I um a little okay. bit more maybe. Yeah. A little bit more. Okay. Um so I guess one of the things that um are really important to me is volunteering at um the volunteering and, and this is what it's like for me today. I, I do a lot of volunteer work. Um like I said, I do sponsor. Um and um I, um, do the, the phone, um, which I am able, I transfer the phone over to other volunteers. And I also am a caller, uh, on, I'm, I am, uh, I, um, I, well, I'm, I'm on the, on, on call, you know, for a 24 hour period, um, Conventions are very important. I volunteer at the conventions. Um, I I don't know what else to say. Um, um, my meetings pretty much are, I, I attend at least 10 to 15 meetings a week. Um, and I guess going back to being an intimidating person, I'm not that person anymore. And um, it's helped my family life. It's helped my marriage. It's helped um, my friendships. Um, I'm just a person that is probably have made a, 180 degree turn from what I used to be like. I am easy to be around, which I was very difficult to be around when I was growing up. Um, and that was pretty much because I was afraid that I would be hurt. And so I, um, I'm not that person anymore. I don't have to worry about being hurt because I know that I have my higher power in my corner and my higher power is able to guide and direct me, you know, to not being hurt. And if I get hurt, I am able to deal with it in a, a more appropriate manner. You know, um, growing up, I used to um, be very suicidal and um, I'm not that person anymore. You know, so. Yeah, five minutes left. Hope. Thank okay. you. Um, so I'm not that person anymore. I am a person who, um, who loves life and loves living. Um, I lost my leg 15 years ago and that was very depressing for me. Today, I embrace the fact that I'm here. You know, I, I have a life and the program has really helped me to embrace it. I've been in the program for just about six years. Um, and it's just really helped me to, to, um, embrace life and, and, 
and to embrace the program. I work the 12 steps and 12 traditions with the best of my ability. And I, um, I do what I can to, to follow the program, the best of my ability, you know, to practice the principles in all my affairs. And I do that in, in many different ways. I am a loving mother and wife. I am a loving friend. I love the OA fellowship. I love my, my, my OA fellowship. Um, having the friends, you know, I, I used to call, I had at one meeting, I'd call people my family and I, I really do believe that they're my spiritual family. Sometimes they're closer to my, to me than my own family because they pretty much understand me. And I just love having that in the fellowship now. So that's what it's like for me today. Um, and with that, I think I'm close to my time. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Okay. This is a time for questions only. There is no sharing at this meeting. If you need to share, please do so with any, with anyone of us after the meeting. Also, please remember that the opinions of the leader are my own and not those of OA and as a whole. When asking questions, you need not identify yourself. If you asked a question last week, please wait until the first three questions have been asked before raising your hand. If you have a question, please click the raise hand icon. Um, Hope, would you like me to call on people for you or can you see the participants list? I can see them. Okay. 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 So, Shay? I'm thinking it's me. Hi, Hope. Thank you for your lead. Um, you mentioned that you were suicidal and now you love life because of the program. I'm wondering if you could share how long in time it took you to get from one extreme to the other. And also, if you, if possible, if you could frame it in like steps, like by the fourth step, I wasn't suicidal, but I wasn't loving life. By the 11th step, I, you know, if that's possible. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> Okay. Yes. Um, so, um, that's interesting. Um, so with, with the program, um, when I came into the program, yes, I was suicidal. And so by the, um, When I got my sponsor, my first sponsor, she's the one that realized how angry I was. Um, and it was basically anger at the fact that I had lost my, my leg. Um, because my leg was really important part of me. Um, and so she helped me to work through that, you know, cause even at that point, I felt really like, um, I, I didn't want to live. Um, and so by the fourth step, 
when I gave the fourth and fifth step, when I did my personal inventory, which my personal inventory was really a big thing for me because I'm, I'm really psychologically minded person. Um, so by the fourth step, um, and then by the fifth step, I was able to get to the point where, um, things were a lot different for me. Um, I remember one thing that I, I was telling my sponsor was that I, I was selfish and she pointed out in the, um, in the promises that they said self-seeking will disappear. Um, so that really helped me. And so then along the way, you know, getting to step 10 and 11, you know, where prayer and meditation, um, helped me to even get more and more, um, in tune with what was going on with me and, and, um, helped me to, um, be more, um, grounded in the world. Um, so that's what happened with me. I, I hope that answered your question. Yes. Thank you very much. Okay. Now we have Sandy. Good morning, Hope. Thank you um, so much for sharing with us this morning um, uh, your experience, strength, and courage. My question um, for you is uh, in regards to relapse. And I'd like to know which tools in the program you reach for if you... um, if you're facing foods that cause you trouble, like, is it prayer? Do you call? Do you, you said that you don't journal as much as, as um, you think it, you have your sponsees journal, but I'm just wondering when you're repeatedly faced with um, problem foods, what, which are the tools that you have found, especially um, trying to turn that relapse uh, horse around during COVID. Thank you. Okay. Um, my my first thing was when I relapsed, I got myself to a meeting right away. You know, meetings were really important for me. You know, um, uh, just really, you know, it's like when I felt like I needed to eat, I I went to a meeting. You know, I found a meeting to go to. Um, I, I went to a meeting because I relapsed on like a weekend and on Monday afternoon I was in my zoom meeting um and calling you know using the telephone and calling people you know when I am having problems with wanting to eat something that I I I know I need not eat you know is a really important thing for me to do um and like I said I don't write much but writing I think would really be helpful but like I said, I don't use it that much, but I have encouraged my sponsees to use it. So I thought, think those three tools are very helpful. Thank you. Okay, now we have Margie. I hope. Thank you very much for your talk. I really, really enjoyed and got a lot from your talk uh when you mentioned about one thing i wanted to ask about meetings you attend about 10 to 15 meetings a week 
Yes. Is that, is that all? Have you, uh, since you've been in OA, have you been doing this the whole time or do you go more often at some times so when you're struggling and light lessen up when you're not? Um, I, well, during COVID, I was going to 16 to 18 meetings a week. Um, when, when COVID was real, at the beginning of COVID, I was going to 18 to 16 meetings, 16 to 18 meetings a week, you know, so I think it just depends on the timing of things. You know, when I first started the program, um, when Zoom was not available, I think what I, I was doing like five meetings at the beginning of the program. You know, I really think that meetings are important. So yes, I, I do go to as many as I can. Um, just because it kind of keeps the lonelies away from me. You know, um, I, I feel I'm, I'm very lonely, um, and it keeps the lonelies away from me. So that's why I attend a lot of meetings. Now, are you talking Zoom meetings or Zoom meetings? Yeah, Zoom meetings. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Now we have like Katie. Uh, what is Keth? Kathy? Kathy? Hi. Hi, I'm sorry. <laughs> Massacre <Okay>. your name. <laughs> thank, thank you, Hope, for your share. It was really, um, it was really inspirational and touching. Um, I, um, I guess my question, I actually, I had a question and then I realized my question was kind of like maybe what someone had asked earlier. So I'll ask you and maybe you, um, and that is what inspires you? Um, what inspires you to, I mean, you talked about doing a lot of service and, and I come from an area where we have problems getting people to do service. So I guess, uh, to kind of narrow that margin a little, um, what inspires you to to uh, to do service um, on on such a you know as as much as you do? Um, you know, I I think I tend to be the rebellious type, but it's like when I'm told to do something, I do it. Uh-huh. You know, and the program it says to do service, and so. I am going to do as much service as I possibly can because the program says to do it and that service, you know, my, one of my sponsors used to say service is slimming. Um, and I believe that service really keeps you in the program, keeps you grounded. Um, so I am going to do it just because of that. You know, it, it's, there's, kind of an inspiration to me to, you know, to get out and do things. And, and it's just enlightening to be able to do it. You know, it's, it's, it's rewarding. Uh, maybe is the word I want to use. It's, it's rewarding. You know, there's some reward. So it, maybe it's partly selfish in my part, you know, but I just, I get so much benefit out doing service. So that's why I do it. And if I could just ask a follow-up question. Sure. Um, 
what helped you get over that rebelliousness? <laughs> because <laughs> I, I deal with a lot of teenagers <laughs> and sometimes I feel like I am one. <laughs> um, but so uh, what helped you, what kind of uh, steps did you take along the way? Cause uh, you know, when you're rebellious, I mean, as compulsive overeaters we are, but what kind of things helped you just kind of lay that to rest and, and, and be willing to be of service. I don't think it's at rest yet. (laughs) You know, I, I think that there's part of me that, that wants to say F you and your family, you know, pretty much, you know, but I just make myself do it regardless of what my, um, my inner child or whatever that person in my, that, that rebellious type part of me says, I make myself do it anyway, you know, because, I think it's good for me, you know, so that's why I, you know, I let the adult come into play and, and let the, have the adult kind of take care of that child that wants to rebel. I hope that helps. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Now we have Kindra, Kindry. Maybe it's me, Carol, with a K. Yeah. Oh. Hi. Um, okay. I, oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you talked about your relationship with your daughter being transformed. And I'm wondering if you can, um, tell me a little bit about that transformation, whether you made amends, how did that go? Did it take a long time? Was it quick, et cetera? Um, oh, wow. Thank you. Um, Yes, yes, it's been transformed. You know, um, like I, I said in, in my talk, you know, I, I used to cuss that girl out like nothing, you know, um, and I'm not that person anymore. I, there was like a year ago that I hung up on her and, and didn't talk to her for two weeks. Um, and, I didn't talk to her basically because I was just so angry and it was just, I just really needed to get over it. Um, and I just don't want to get to the point where I ever cuss her out ever again, you know, because I feel like she's the type of person that needs to be loved and respected regardless of who she is and how she is. Um, so I've, the transformation um pretty much happened within the time that um just going through the program and whatever you know it's 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 just it's just been an awesome change you know um our relationship is just totally different now you know i I don't feel like I ever need to cuss her out ever again. I hope that answers your question. Okay. Now we have Ellie. Uh, hi, Hope. This is Ellie, a compulsive overeater, and I want to thank you for your share and congratulate you on giving up all those medicines and being able to return to health. Uh, my question has to do with your higher power. I would like you to talk about he, she, it, your higher power a little bit, your concept and how higher power 
works in your life on a daily basis. Thank you. Five minutes left. Thank you. Okay. Um, so my higher power, and I'm, I'm sorry I didn't touch on this more in my talk. Um, my higher power, um, I've always been a spiritual person, but the program really helped me to get things in more perspective as far as my higher power is concerned. You know, so I've always believed in my higher power. I will call him God. Um, um, however, I felt I used to be a very self-sufficient person and I really didn't feel like I needed God. So, um, I was at one of, um, one of the workshops I attended. We were going through the steps and we went through step two and I was, I had a buddy system there and my buddy pretty much was asked, you know, we had to talk about how our relationship with God or our higher power. And I let her know that I, felt like I was self-sufficient and I really didn't need God. Um, and why did I say that? You know, because it's like um, my higher power just let me know I needed him. Um, and from then on, things were transformed, you know, in miraculous ways. I um, just a miracle after miracle started to happen in my life, you know, because I just kind of gave myself over, you know, with that, with that, um, that program I was in, um, it was the green book, the, um, um, the workshop, um, book, um, we was going through and that book, um, that step study program just really helped me to develop a higher, a better relationship with him. Um, and so now I, 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 like I talked about in the, my talk, I pray and meditate every day. Um, I'm constantly praying to my higher power. Um, I give the analogy of I'm in a boat and my, and my higher power is my navigator. And, um, that's the way I, I believe it is for me now. You know, I navigate. You know, I'm steering the boat, but my, my higher power is guiding it, um, navigating it for me. Um, I hope that helped answer the question. Thank you, Hope. And I like that analogy. It's great. Anybody else? We have time for like a two minute answer question. Anyone want to jump in there? There you go. Okay, John. Thank you, Hope. I really appreciated it. Uh, what do you do on a daily basis to keep your program fresh, please? Um, what I do on a daily basis is um, I, I pray and meditate in the morning. You know, I, I get up and I pray and meditate. Um, being in San Diego, um, it's really nice because they do have um, where there's the, you know, just different things that are going out wrong, along in the country. So um, I attend my meetings, you know, I, I attend maybe one or two a day. 
Um, I um, talked to my sponsees and I talked to my sponsor. Um, I, um, I'm in my books, you know, my, my OA approved books, I'm there. And as many weekends as I can, I'm, um, at a workshop, you know, some type of workshop. Um, I, 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 I just, I just really feel like it's important to keep it fresh, you know, to keep things moving. And, um, yeah, there was like one weekend that I think I, within the day, I attended, attended three workshops because they were just so awesome that I just need, really needed to be there. And I was there, you know, um, so that's how I keep my program fresh.